This is Apostle James Podcast. Transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. In this episode, we continue with the discussion on authority, the believers and governmental authorities. Hallelujah. You know, the word of God is so powerful. The Lord said that the believers are the salt of the earth. As you listen to this, you just find out that the peace of the earth is the Christ in the heart of believers. We know that people are listening to us from all across the globe, from India down to the United States, down to Africa. And then we are discussing the core word of God. We are called to honor authorities. Listen to this. Christians, Christianity is the key to the peace of the world if we understand the biblical principles. God bless you as you listen. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, as we're talking, uh, you know, Romans 13 just popping into my head, you know, um, because, he, you know, God is the one who places everybody in authority. Mm. You know, America, God is, like you said, God has blessed America to be the superpower, to be in control, to be in charge of certain things, to, to, we're supposed to set the standard for the world. You know what I mean? We're supposed to be an example. A lot of times, a lot of times we're not an example sometimes, you know, but you know, no matter, no matter if you're in America, Russia, Africa, Europe, Asia, everywhere, you know, there's always somebody who has bad intentions. You know what I mean? There's always going to be that, that person that has bad intentions, but God, God works all things together for the good of those who believe in the Lord. You know what? But Romans 13, uh, it says, uh, let every Romans 13, one starting at one, it says, let every soul, let every soul, let every soul. If you're a human, you have a soul. So it's saying, let everyone, let every soul, every person, every human, anybody who can comprehend what I'm saying right now, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from God and the authorities that exist are appointed by God so what Paul is saying by you going against your country the police the uh, the, the government the people who are over the country the president the vice president the chairman the, the director in chief everybody if you by going against them what you're really doing is going against God because God is the one who put them in, in control and it's not up to us to know everything. We don't have to know everything. You know, it's not, some things aren't for us to know. God, I know that God's plan over my life and the things that God has revealed to me in my life. A lot of times I had no clue what God was going to do. Most of the time I have no clue what God's, what he's really going to do at the, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, a, man, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. And so 
we have a plan, but then God has a better plan. And so it's not for us to, in our own understanding, to to grab a hold of something and say that we know all the answers. We can't do that. That's not for us to know. You know, as for the people above us to get with God, even if those authorities are doing things that are contrary to the word of God, or they're doing things that aren't necessarily, you know, ethical, God has them in, in authority for a reason. And so we have to be obedient to that, to understand that. And then verse two, it says, therefore, whoever resists the authority, or here we go. Therefore, whoever resists the authority, resists the ordinance of God and those who resist. So those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. So by you saying, Hey, don't listen to the government. Don't do this. Don't do that. What you're really doing is saying you're bringing that judgment on yourself. You're saying, Hey, whatever happens, I'm, you are now responsible for your attitude towards the people in authority because the same way that you're treating them like they're wrong they're going to turn it back on you and say you're wrong and they have more power to really do you some harm you know back in the day if you pointed at the king and told the king he was wrong you know how quick your head would be off your shoulders your head your head would be off your shoulders if you pointed at the king and told him he was wrong you go ahead and point at king Saul and tell him he's wrong what's going to happen off with his head. Off with his head. Off with his head. It would have. It would have been. It would like that. Snap of the fingers. Uh, that, he wouldn't even have to move. Uh, if you. That, if you. If you. If you say it. If you say it to your own king, the president there, nothing will happen. But if you, nothing. Nothing. But if you say it to Putin, it will take off your head. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. But I mean, even though though, like we do, we do have, we do have Homeland Security and we do have, you know, we do have people who, but the president gets so many threats every day. He gets so many threats every day. Somebody, somebody threatens to kill the president every day. And so they can't, they can't investigate all that stuff. They don't have the people of the staff. So, but I promise you that if, if you say something about it Mm. and it's very, and it's. And, and, and it's public, and you're going around saying, if you threaten to kill the president on live TV, oh, you're going to pay for That's that. Right. You're, oh, That's right. Oh, you 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 will pay for that on live TV. But see, people aren't doing that. You know what yeah. I mean? Nobody, nobody's no. If you went on TV and said and threatened to kill the mm. president, oh man, you're that's it. That's you're done. You're done. You're done for. Nobody's going to do that. But see, the people, the real people who would do something like that, they're not going to threaten. They're just going to do it. You know they're not going to threaten. They're just they're, they would just That's do right. it. You know, and I, hey, and I'm not advocating. Hey, I'm not talking about killing the president. I just want everybody to know that I'm not. You know, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not talking about none of that. So you know, just understand. We're just we're just speaking here. We're just speaking. But on, in verse three, it says, "For rulers are not a terror to good works. For rulers are not a terror to good works." But to evil, because even in the situation, you know, where, you know, the world, the the country, does a lot of the, our country doesn't like President Biden. You know, we could just say that a lot of our country does not like President Biden. A lot of Russia doesn't like Putin, but they won't speak on it. They won't talk about yeah. it. But a lot of, you know, anywhere you go, even at a job, you know, most people that work a job, they can't stand their boss. You know what I That's mean? That's right. Most people that work like. 
you know, they don't like their boss. You know, when you're a teenager, especially, you're like, what is this guy telling me? What is he telling me what to do? Who is this guy? You know, but it's at the end of the day, it's right here where it says for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Even at the end of the day, like President Biden is not he's not going around doing a whole bunch of harm. He's actually doing a lot of good things. You know, even if you don't like him, even if you don't like him at the end of the day, he's really doing the work of the Lord at the end of the day. You know, he does. You don't have to be a Christian to do the work of the Lord. Mm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Uh, of course, if if you are a Christian, your heart's there. But God will use anybody. Yeah. God will use anybody to make sure that his purpose gets done, mm. to make sure that his plan gets taken care of and executed. God will do whatever it takes to make sure his plan gets executed. Why do you think they still haven't taken over Kiev yet? How long has it been? They still they 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 can't even they can't they can't even take over a, a tiny little a tiny little city, you know what I mean? Why? You know you know why? Because yeah. the Lord's in charge. Yeah, the Lord is in charge. You can't just you can't just go against another country for no good reason and think that you're just going to walk all over them. No, 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 no. And then it says, uh, <coughs> excuse me, but to you. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? It's saying, do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Mm -hmm. Do what is good and you will have praise from the same. That's exactly what we're talking Mm -hmm. about. Do what is good and you will have praise from the same. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, if you, it's not a good idea. You know, they say, you know, does a bear poop in the woods? You know what I mean? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Or do you, do do you, do you poop where you sleep? You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Do you poop where you sleep? No, most of the time you're going to say no because you don't want to set yourself up for failure or put yourself in a position to where now you're having to go back on some things and now you regret you don't want to you don't want to regret what you say. And if you go against somebody like that or you're, you're like so you're essentially going after God and now you're going to regret it. Instead, why don't you just listen? Because look, you're not going to you're not going to change the president's decision. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're not going to change the president's decision. And really what people do is they cause more turmoil to happen by causing a problem instead of instead of just listening and just going with it. You know, mm-hmm. and especially because most people believe that the government's crooked anyways. You know, that's what people believe. They believe that the government's crooked anyways. So if the government's crooked, if the government's crooked anyways, then why are you even trying to fight them? Because you know if they're crooked that they'll make sure that they're plan gets taken care of anyway so don't even why waste your energy why waste your time trying to fight a fight that you can't win you can't win so instead why don't you waste the energy on the lord spend time with the lord and that energy and trust him for the understanding because you can't if you try to understand the government you're going to be miserable because you're never going to understand the government but god God will give you peace, though. He will give you peace. He will, man. All that's don't you, you just got, we got to really focus our energy on the good things in life, not the things that we can't change. You know, if you can't, if you know that you can't change something, then don't try. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. You know, if you if you like, I know that I can't change Putin's mind myself. Why? Why would I try to do that? That would be asinine. For me to for me to try to try to change Putin's mind, <laughs> I can pray. You know what I can do? You know what I can do? I can pray for him. I can pray that the Lord softens his heart. I can pray 
and, and know that vengeance is the Lord's, not mine, not mine. It's not my responsibility to blaspheme and, and say things about Putin or the president or whoever. It's my job as a Christian, my duty to pray for them all, to pray for them and trust that the Lord is going to accomplish his mission, his will, his purpose in the whole situation. Because look, when you look deep at the facts of everything that's going on right now, in the middle of all that craziness, you know what you're going to see? You know who you're going to see? Mm-hmm. You're going to see the Lord in the middle of, in the middle of it mm-hmm. all. The Lord is not, you know, the scripture says the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord isn't, isn't just my shepherd or your shepherd. The Lord is the shepherd of us all. The Lord is our shepherd. The Lord is our shepherd and the Lord is the one who we go to in these times. So you can't go to yourself and try to try to avenge people in anger because that doesn't do any good. You can't, we can't, you know, the word tells us to be angry and don't sin. You know, so I can be ma- I can be angry at the people who try to go against the president and people that, that try to do all these ridiculous things. I can be as mad at them as I want, but to sin in that anger is a whole nother level. And that's where you get into the, the, the bad things, the things where people really try to rise up and go against it and do something physical or something detrimental. And that is, is a problem because that ain't the work of the Lord. That's the work of the enemy. You know, people, it, I, I, it blows my mind how people do negative things because they're mad at something or they don't agree with something. Well, you just made it twice as bad. Now you just added twice as negative stuff into the world. You know, I, like you know, I, I, if, if 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 I go beat up a gay person, yeah. what does that do? What does that do? It's a hate crime. You know, I mean, if I if I if I say, oh, you're gay, and I need to I need to kill you, I need to I need to beat you up. Okay, so what does that do? That doesn't do nothing for anybody. That's horrible. Instead. You can love them just as how they are and who they are and show them the love of the Father in hopes that He will soften their heart and that the Holy Spirit will send them the conviction and allow them to consider their ways and turn their face to Him. That's all we can do. We can't hate on them. You know, we can't hate on them. We can't can't talk about them in in a negative way. Do I agree with them? No, I don't agree with them. Because I, my, I, the Bible is my moral compass, and I follow the Word of God in every area of my life. Do I fall short? Yes, I fall short a lot of times. We all do. We all sin and fall short of the glory of God. So, if you say you don't fall sin, you don't fall short, or you don't sin, you're a liar already. And so, and you need to repent because then you're a liar. But, <laughs> but. You know, we, we need, we need to love them to not, to make, it's not about accepting it and being okay with it. It's about loving them and showing them the love of Jesus. And they can hate us all. You look, you can hate me all day for showing you the love of Jesus. You can hate me all day for that. I'll, I will give you permission to hate me because I love Jesus. You can, you, you can hate me as much as you want because I love Jesus. I will get. I will let you. I will let you. You want to? You know. You know what? You, you can smack me for loving Jesus if you want to. Let me. Let you me, can smack me for let, loving Jesus. Let me ask this. Let me ask something. I always like to. I always like to ask a question. You see, when before the Lord met you, 
how were you thinking before the lord made you <laughs> how were you thinking how were you thinking because you i was crazy you're crazy you're so engrossed in the lord <laughs> just so you're just so engrossed. <laughs> you see the love of you know you know he says that the love of god constrains us you know as you are now you, you are just you're just speaking as a a bundle of love <laughs> you know that <laughs> I'm telling you. So the same, the same, the same passion and love I have for the Lord, I used to have for crime and beating people up. I, I did the same, the same love that I have for the Lord used to be. I used to love myself, and I used to hate, and I used to hate. Uh, I, I didn't care about anybody. I didn't care about nobody. And that, you know what I mean? I didn't and care. And that's about why that hundred percent. You are turned around hundred percent. You know that's what the Bible says in Romans chapter Man. five. Or Romans chapter six, either Romans chapter six, verse nineteen. You know, let, let me just read it. You know, look at what it says in Romans chapter six, verse nineteen. You know, look at what it says there, so, so that you will continue with them. You know, you will continue with this. Look at what it, it says, uh, Romans chapter six. It says, um, it says verse nineteen. It says, "I I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For just for just as." You presented your members as slaves on, of uncleanness and of lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness. So now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. Yeah. You know, for when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. You know, when I look at you and listen to you, <laughs> you know, I like to listen to your word, <laughs> and I always like to come back and ask you, say. Who were you before? You see, because you can see that there is there is a hundred percent turnaround, you know, in your life, and the love of God is there. Look at like what we are talking about. But do you even think that these people accept this? They don't even accept it. They don't. But mm -hmm. you see, you can hate you like you said. You can hate me as much as you want to hate me. But then it will not stop me from loving you. That is the heart of the child of God. Think about it. It means that the solution to the world is the solution to the peace of the world is Christ, is the love of God in the heart of man. Because that's what constrains us. That's what changes everything. In our, in Jesus, God sent Jesus as peace. Remember when the very first statement of the angel, when Jesus was born, was peace it says it said peace to earth and good way towards men you know peace to earth and good way towards men so which means that jesus came as a peace envoy you know to earth to make peace so when jesus comes into the heart of every man he is the only way, the only person that can bring peace. But the problem is that humans love themselves. And because they love themselves, they wouldn't want to listen to what you are saying. But like what you said is for us, it's our duty to pray for them. You know, to pray so that God will open their hearts so that they can believe the truth. The Bible said the God of this world has blinded the eyes of men. If any person, if our gospel is hid, 
2 Corinthians 4 4. It is he to them that are perishing, in whom the God of this world have blinded the hearts and minds of men, so that they will not hear the, the gospel of truth. The, and the, the light of the glorious gospel will shine into their heart. You know that kind of thing. What I'm just bringing across is this is that there is so much work of grace that God has done in your life that is going forth to the world. And I pray that people will understand, as I always say, and understand from the perspective of what you are saying. Because this is the only solution to it. Look at what you are talking about, respecting authority. Look at what you are saying, giving here. Uh, you know, you know I, I, follow, I follow your politics, you people's politics a little bit. And I follow the, you know, the American politics a little bit. I follow it you know, internationally. So you know the critics of, uh, you know, you, they criticize so many people. I, I know when the the the, the previous administration, the the your former president, when President Trump was there, you know, I know all manner of things. In fact, as I said, I stopped watching some of the some of some of the media. But that was the time I stopped reading something like New York Times. I stopped reading New York Times. You know, in fact, I stopped watching CNN. I stopped watching some of those things like that. You know, because sometimes you know the truth. The people are speaking something contrary. But look at how unbiased that you are. Why? Because of Christ that is in your life. Look at how you are talking about, you know, President Biden. Because of the unbiased thing in your heart. Because the Christ in your heart makes you, you are unbiased. And that's exactly how we should be to reach them. Look at how you are talking about the gays. Are you going to fight them? No. Because the love of Christ constrains us. Look at what you are reading here. And you are saying, let us obey the rule. And let us, you know, obey the governing authorities. There is nothing we can do about it. You know that kind of a thing. It's only a child of God that can do this. And the world needs to know. Well, <laughs> you understand it? Sorry, I, I just had, I had, I had to say, and when it when it comes to you know the authority in, in me saying that though, I I was a criminal, so I didn't listen to anybody. I didn't listen to I didn't listen to any. I did not. Li- I hated. I despised authority. I didn't listen to anybody, and so that's that's who I used to be. You know what I mean? That that that's who I used to be, and so I I mean for me to say these things, people are probably like, he's off his rocker. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because, because really though, man, I, 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 I hated cops. I hated anybody with a badge, anybody with authority, anybody who, anybody who ever tried to tell me something, I hated them because I could figure it out. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I could figure it out. I was selfish. It was me. It was all me. But once I realized that it's not me and, and once, once God, once God, really showed up in my life and then i realized look dude it's not you and i let that go that's when my heart started be started getting renewed when i asked when i cried out that psalm 51 prayer and god started showing me what was wrong with me that's when my heart started getting renewed and little by little piece by piece thing by thing issue by issue he started working on my heart and because my heart was filled with hatred mm. My heart was filled with hatred. I hated everybody. Mm. I hated myself. I hated myself. I didn't like anything or anybody. But in pride, I was go- I, I was making I was going to make things work. I was going to figure it out. 
you know but look look what, what that ended up you know look what happened you know what i mean and so in the middle of all that at the end of all that I, you know it was it, it was all those that attitude in those things i was doing and i didn't mean to really cut you off there but uh, i uh you know i just felt really to put that in perspective that i i can say these things now because that's where my heart is but my heart that's right used to be in crime i was a criminal and i i hated i i there was nothing you could tell me you could ask even my mom my dad sister brother anybody you couldn't tell me anything you couldn't tell me. I wouldn't. I didn't care what you had to say because you're stupid and I'm smarter than you. Mm. You know. So that was something that God really had to had to work on me um, to to allow me to let. Once I started letting Him run my life, everything changed. You know, my heart started becoming new. He really created that that expression that King David talked about, creating me a, a clean heart. Oh God. That's exactly what he did. He washed me white as snow. He created a clean heart. Hallelujah. He re- he renewed Hallelujah. the steadfast spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Man. Hallelujah. So yeah, anyways. So I... I've often noticed that God seems to like to take what looks to be the most impossible person and that's the one that will sow from the, the loudest and the strongest and the bread is bread is that. Uh, I'm sure many people I didn't know him then. But based on the, the things in his testimony he shared, that I'm sure a lot of people would have thought, never Brett, Brett will never, nah, not Brett. And that's how God likes to use somebody to lift them up because he knows the passion that he had. He had that passion in the wrong direction, and now he's got that passion in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not to look at people and judge them because that might be the next biggest pastor for the church we're not to look at people oh, and say, no, that's right oh, no. you're not good enough that's prophetic you right know? there <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean some of the lowest of lows become the the, the biggest walkers of christ and so that he don't, jesus didn't say oh you ain't worth it yeah he didn't tell us to look at people and say oh they ain't worth it they'll never make anything of themselves i i, I wasn't worth it nobody's worth it it's because he's worth it I just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah. That 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 that's that's awesome. You know, God 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 does not look at us. It's just what He wants to do in our life. And then that that person we think that is nothing could be the greatest of the pastors. Could <laughs> yeah. be the greatest of the pastors. Yeah. And that's very prophetic. Look at what look at yeah. what you people are doing. Look at what he is doing. Look at the passion. Look at look at the look at the passion. Look at the love. You know, you could just you could you could see it. It's in the word. It's in the utterance. It's just like you know, Paul said that we are epistles. We are epistles written. Second Corinthians, you know, Second Corinthians chapter three. Second Corinthians chapter three, and then he says there, he says, "Do we begin to commend? Do we begin to commend ourselves, or do we yes. need, as some others, epistles of commendation to you, or letters of commendation from you? You are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and and read by all men, just like Sister Monica just said there. You know, when you look at Brother Brett, you think we did it like that." It's just like when 
the Lord took my life. I, I always like to say the Lord made me than I made him. You know, I, I prefer to say that the Lord made me than that I made the Lord. Because it was like he made me. You know, I remember that in those days when I gave my life to Christ, he made me. Somebody said, let us see whether you are going to last. That person was watching whether I would last. I became a pastor. She was still watching whether I would last. You know, things were changing in my life. They never even believed that we would make it. Because it's not us. It's the grace of God that turns around our life. It's not of him that will it, nor of him that run it. But of God that showeth mercy. And that is what the world needs to know. What they need to know is that you just surrender to the Lord by faith. It doesn't matter who you are. The world might have written you off as the worst of the criminals and written you off. But what you do is just surrender your life to the Lord. One way or the other, you will find a way to turn around your life. We have had experiences of people who were, you know, alcoholics. But as soon as they surrendered their life to Jesus, that thing that used to be sweet to them became bitter. If you test it, you won't like it again. You will lose the test. He has a capacity to change our life. And the Lord has the capacity to do it. The way the Lord, the Lord receives His word. And that is where our prayer comes in. And that is where the testimony of this testimony is going on right now. But I just picked up from there. And like what our sister just said, Esther Monica just said now. God picks up from the words of the people and then I change that. Some of you may think that, ah, could this person never be that? And God changed it. Like, look at the kind of word of grace. You know, when Jesus spoke, they said that He spoke with grace. Jesus spoke with grace. Look at the kind of word of grace that is coming up here. Look at, the, look at what politics is all about. Then look at what a child of God is saying. And saying, this president, there is nothing you can do. You have to honor the president. You have to obey the president. You emphasized, you emphasized that verse very well. You emphasized verse 3. You said, do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do you want to be unafraid of the... Look at the kind of word that somebody is bringing across. You know? If this is preached everywhere, preach on CNN, preach on Fox News, preach on Newsmax, you know, preach on Blaze TV and all the rest of it. If this thing is preached in all those places, all those places here, there will be a change in the world. But they will not do it because they are afraid of Christ ruling over their life. Not because of them, because of he that hates Christ. And it's not them. Yeah. And it's because of they don't like Christ, they don't want Christ to rule and reign in their lives. But by the grace of God, as we keep on sending forth the word, many more people will come to be not like you, but to receive the same Christ that you have in your life. The same Christ that we have in our life. The same Christ that makes the difference in our life. Amen? Yes. Yeah. Amen. You know the best Amen. part, the best part about what you're saying, um, you know, you said when they they start living for Christ. You know, when they come to Christ. When, when, when. You know, the best part about Christ is that it's not just me talking about my life or Apostle James talking about his life or Monica talking about her life. It's available for everybody. He is available 
<clears throat> excuse me, he is available for everybody listening to this podcast. Mm. He's available for anybody who who is will who wants change in their life. You know, and if you and if you and if you allow the Lord to meet you, then you know you'll be able to meet Him. Just just same thing you're saying. You know what I mean? If you allow the Lord to meet you, then you will meet the Lord. You know, and I, I just wanted to set the record straight too that you know I don't like President Biden. You know, I don't like President Biden. I love President Biden. You know, I I I don't like him. I don't like him at all. But I love him. You know what I mean? I love him. Because do you, do you think that there's 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 always just, there's always gonna be there's always gonna be somebody in your life that you don't like. But do you think do you think that somebody reason, would understand the difference between what you said now that you don't like but you love him? Do you think that they will understand the semantics? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe by the power of God, you do love him. By the, by the yeah. love of Jesus, I, in your I, heart, I say, you I, say I, I tell, I tell that to people all the time. You know, I tell them all the time. I, I say, you know what? You don't, you don't have to like the certain people. You don't have to like anybody, but you have to love them. Which means that you don't, you don't show partiality. You don't, you don't treat them differently because of how you feel about them. You know what I mean? So. You know, me, I work I work with people who are in their addiction. I work with the unhoused community. I work with all different kinds of people. And there's some people, uh, some people that might get under your skin or might cuss you out, mm. might call you names, might, might try to fight you, might pull out a gun, might pull out a knife, might do certain things. And so... You know, there's things that that people do that that'll make you not like them. But there's a big difference between liking somebody and loving somebody. Do you think that God likes it when we sin? God doesn't like it when we sin, but he still loves us in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's really what it's about. It's because, you know, you don't you don't have to have to like somebody to love them. You know what I mean? You have you have to be able to 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 separate your feelings because it's not about how we feel. It's not about how we feel. It's about what we know. It's about what we know. And love love isn't a feeling. Love is an action. Mm. Love is an action word. Love isn't about feeling. Love is an action. It's what you it's corresponding works of your action. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just just like oh man and, and and if you and if you love I mean Jesus is love go to Galatians 5 read about the fruit of the spirit you know go to Galatians 5 it, it says the most important thing is love out of all these things he talks about the different the different types of fruit that comes from the Holy Spirit and if you listen and you read it it says the most important of these things is love and so we we have to show love no matter what and I think what you know what you were saying earlier, you know that people are afraid you know they're afraid they're afraid they're afraid to go towards god even pe- they're afraid to say jesus's name on tv you know they're afraid they're afraid and you know it's because they don't know it's because they don't really know they haven't had an experience an encounter in, in their lives with him you know what i mean yeah. and a lot of times they're they're afraid because they don't know 
But just know that God is in authority and God puts everybody in authority. Mm. And you don't think God has his people? You don't think God has his people at the top of the chain? You know what I'm saying? God always has somebody in position Mm. to take over. Look, 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 I was, I'm going to send you this link. It talks about how, you know, President Trump, that prophecy was fulfilled through President Trump. Even though Trump might have not been the most honest man ever, he still fulfilled prophecy through the Lord by recognizing Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Yes. And so by making them, a, what was it? What would he, he recognize? What was he, 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 he recognized Jerusalem as the capital. The capital. Yes, the capital. The capital, the capital of the yeah. of of yeah. of of, uh, of the of the Jewish states of Israel. That was a that was a fulfillment. Yes, like you like you are talking about, like you are saying, you know, he fulfilled that. You know, he may not be the best. He may not be the most wonderful persons that, but he fulfilled. He fulfilled the purpose of God, and then uh, he fulfilled that's prophecies, right. and that is perfectly true. That's perfectly true. Actually, that's perfectly true. You know, if you get to that walk, you know that uh, that walk on the Holy Spirit, that walk there on the Holy Spirit. You know, you will. When uh, I was doing something about uh, either First Peter chapter one verse eleven or thereabout, then there was some place I. I had to get into the prophetic because that place I had to talk about prophetic interpretation. You see, if you talk about the fullness, fullness of time, President Trump came at the fullness of time. And then he fulfilled, he fulfilled that at the fullness of time. You know that, you know, he recognized, he recognized that in December, on December 6th, you know, 20, 2017. But then he signed it. He signed it on 14th of May 2018. And then the the Pentecost the of that day of that year was I think it was on the 18th of May. They, they use biblical they use biblical timing to do it so the rabbis knew what they did there is some there's a work there so the rabbis knew what they did so you know God sets up leaders for them to fulfill his purpose including President Biden what is happening right now and including Putin what they are doing so God has allowed them. Bible says that God allows even the wicked against the evil day. So God says every man in authority. And it's for us to ensure that, you know, we honor the authority. But the Bible says that we should pray for them. You know, it says that we should live a, peace, a peaceable and quiet life in all godliness. That's what it says in First Timothy chapter 2. He says, Therefore I exhort that supplication of prayer, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, and for kings, and all in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness. Like we are saying, so go ahead and then, so you can tie up what we are saying, because you see, we started to, to talk, you know, on general things, perspectives that are happening, and then 
move into the word of God here, and they started talking about authority yeah. and honoring authority, and then we are bringing it across yeah. because if people are hearing us, you know, the last one, the last podcast when I went when I checked the analytics, when I checked the analytics, so it's also show that apart from people that are listening from Chicago, you know, Ashburn, you know, different areas in the United States there. It's also for people that in New Delhi. So people are hearing us from all across the globe. I mean, just yesterday, so from New Delhi. So people are hearing us from all across across the globe, you know, so that they will understand that what we are talking about is this. We are talking about is this that is it the difference that Christ makes in the life of people. Look at the way that look yeah. at what the Bible says here. I will say this: Somebody posted something, and quoted so many things from Quran on Facebook. So I'm quoting so many things. I just did a screenshot of it, and then took also the link of the of the person, and then was talking about quoted this verse and said, "If the infidel don't believe in you, kill them. Make war against the infidel. Don't do this." Kill, 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 kill. You don't find that, you know, in this one. This one says, "Honor the authority." The the translation you used here says, "Do you want to be unafraid of the authority?" You know, this this Bible disarms us. The 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 word of God disarms us. You know, so it makes us that we we yield. And then trusting the Lord that the Lord will have to fight for us and defend us, and that's why God will say somebody that will fight for His people, and that kind of stuff. What I always say to myself is that yes, the place where we have, just like our brother that we talked about last week, that has gone to be with the Lord, the place where we are going is better because if not, the Lord will not allow us to be subject to such kind of. Authorities that even work against us. But then the Bible says we should pray. You say First Timothy for those in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. So, which means if we're not living a quiet, the way I see this verse, Sister Monica, the way I see this verse, First Timothy chapter two. Oh, I don't know the way you see it. Can we look at it? Then before our prayer goes, go back. Yes. You know, I I don't know how somebody else sees it, but I I, I believe I believe that I believe that just like Abraham was talking about, you see, it's our duty to pray for those in authority. But I think there's a caveat here as well. He said that we should pray for those in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all. Godliness and reverence, you know, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. So I see here that we also should have authority to pray. If you can pray for, we should also be able to pray against. Is it not? Thank you for listening. Hallelujah! You know you are going to see 
they balancing, you know, praying for or praying against authority. We are called to pray for authority, honor authority, pray for authority. Like we said in the intro, Christianity is the key to the peace of the world. The world needs to understand this. When we understand the injunctions that the Bible, the Holy Ghost, God, the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ has given unto us, even through his apostles, which we are bringing to us again apostolically from across Atlantic to all over the world. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you so much. I remain your regular host, the Lord Brother, Apostle James Okpabi, transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. With me had been Brother Brett Nazinski and Sister Monica Love. Amen. We will conclude the discussion in the next episode. Let somebody else hear what you are hearing. Christianity is the peace of the world. Christ in the heart of men is the peace of this world. Christ in the heart of men is the peace of this world. He is the peace on boy from heaven and he dwells in our heart. If he is in the heart of everyone, there will be peace in the world. Government will have peace. People will have peace. God bless you as you let somebody else hear this wonderful message. See you next time.